Hey guys, welcome back. Or welcome, if this is your first episode listening, which isn't bad. You could start anywhere. You're not missing much. There's not a whole lot of backstory here. We're just going episode by episode. This is a shitty intro. (laughs) Welcome to, so get this, a supernatural podcast where I, your host, Emily, talk about supernatural. Speaking of this being your first episode, if if it is, um, this episode in particular, blurry, mm. Bloody Mary was my first episode of Supernatural. It's probably one of the only shows that I, that my first episode is not the first episode of the show. And I've talked about it in probably like two other episodes unnecessarily really this is the only episode it really needed to be brought up in that uh the reason for me watching this first was because the people who introduced me to the show um lost the first disc when I started watching it and they eventually found it and obviously I've seen those episodes many times since but this was my introduction to the show wow can you imagine nine-year-old me just sitting there getting spooked as shit (laughs) Now, flash forward, um, 12 years later, I can't do math, guys. I can't do basic math, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. Flash forward to adult me also getting spooked at this episode. Holy shit. I decided for some reason a couple weeks ago to watch this episode in the middle of the night. It was like 1 a.m. and I was like, you know what I could really go for right now? Supernatural. I was like, I'm just gonna have a chill night, you know? And then Netflix was like, up next, Bloody Mary. And I was like, sis. (laughs) Oh God, here we go. It was, it was like 1am and my dad's dog was sleeping over and she, my dog is always up my butt constantly, except for at night when I sleep because she can't jump on my bed. So she knows to just stay in the living room. But my dad's dog likes to, for the most part, sleep in my bed with me. And she will literally be curled up against me, like completely up my butt. But this time, for some reason, she decided that it would be the one night that she was not up my ass and she was in the living room like the entire night. So as you can imagine, this was a pretty terrifying experience for me, a grown ass woman. (laughs) So the episode, Bloody Mary, let's begin by reading the episode description on the DVDs and also comparing it to the Netflix one. Ah yes, here comes my broken DVD box, all the discs flying out as I try to read this episode. (laughs) Okay, so Bloody Mary. This is the start of disc two, by the way. I feel like now we're really into like the meat of the show. You know what I mean? We've passed the first disc and now we're just, we're in. So Bloody Mary, it aired on October 11th, 2005. Teleplay was by Ron Milbauer and Terry Hughes Burton. Got really scared to read names for a second. I forgot how to read. Story by Eric Kripke, directed by Peter Ellis. So the episode description on the DVD box, it says, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. And, oh, fuck. Y'all, there's mirrors in my room. You can't, I, they, they just fucked me up. I should have read this beforehand. It says, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. An incantation uttered during a game of truth or dare unleashes a ghoul who lives in quotation marks, in mirrors, and kills by gouging out the eyes of her prey. Y'all, I'm spooked, and I already watched the episode. This is just a recap. Okay. The Netflix description, I think, is pretty similar. Um, Several high schoolers dare their friend to look into a mirror and repeat a chant, not knowing that this will unleash a series of mysterious murders. 
See, they just called it a chant. I didn't need, I didn't need the DVD box to come at me like that. So yeah, the episode opens up in Toledo, Ohio, where Lily Shoemaker and her gal pals are having a sleepover and, you know, one thing leads to another and as you do is at a sleepover, you, you break out the Bloody Mary. That's how it goes, you know? So one of them, I don't know if it was Lily or someone else, someone was like, who's Bloody Mary? And one of the friends, I think the one who's trying to dare Lily to do it, is starts giving like a whole description of, of Mary and who she was and everything and why she's like, you know, on her bullshit. And, and then one of the other girls is like, oh, I heard she did this or whatever. And she goes, she goes, it doesn't matter who she is. And I mean, that's true. Because everyone makes shit up about Bloody Mary, and there's, like, so many stories. Like, even as a kid, I heard so many stories. I thought that she was haunting the hotel near us. But the point of this is there are a lot of, um, there are so many stories, so so it technically doesn't matter who she is, but also this could be used as commentary on how women are treated and written. You know, like it doesn't matter who she is, it just matters that this shit, like whatever. That's my intellectual thought of the day. It's all down here, downhill from here, folks. So then, uh, basically, her friends are like, "Do it, you coward." <laughs> so Lily obliges and goes into the bathroom and starts chanting. And it gave me flashbacks, y'all, from my days of doing this shit. I must have done it more than once. There must have been a couple occasions where, you know, the whole Bloody Mary shit came up. But one specific memory that comes to mind when was um, my Girl Scout troop. We used to attend the Juliet Lowe rally every year. She, I think she, yeah, she's the founder of Girl Scouts of the USA. And so like the rallies, we would all do like really cool shit at those and they had different themes and everything. And I remember going to the bathroom with one of my friends in my troop. I think it was Amanda. Shout out to Amanda if you remember this. <laughs> if you're out there, Amanda. We went to the bathroom and we were like, oh my god, so we're gonna do it. Oh my god. I can't even tell you how old I was. I was probably, I want to say like seven because six seems too young for it, for this to be happening. Either way, we were in the bathroom and it was empty <laughs> and we we're like, okay, let's do it. And we start saying Bloody Mary and literally as we finished one of the mothers of one of her friends in the troops i don't know if she was like a, a co-leader or something to another troop either way she literally opened the bathroom door and we screamed so loud because it was just it was you could not time it any more perfectly it literally just <laughs> we finished chanting it and a door swung open and we shit ourselves basically um so that was fucked up so lily says it three times in the mirror and her friends are jerks that's that end of the episode it was they start like screaming outside the bathroom banging on the door and shit and that's just mean but am i gonna pretend like i haven't done shit like that no i won't pretend my friends had a seance at, at one of their birthday parties when i was like 16 or 17 and one of my friends got scared, so we left the room, but then we banded together with my friends, like, mom and sister, and decided to jingle bells outside the door while they were doing the seance and asking for a sign. Good times. Good shit. Okay. Um, so then the the dad comes home or something, or, come, or goes to go to bed or whatever, and he says goodnight to the girls, and as he's walking up the stairs, he's gonna go into the bathroom. He's walking past a mirror, and who do you see in the mirror, bitch? 
you see Bloody Mary just standing in the corner. So creepy. Oh my God, I can't. I'm never looking at a mirror again. And she just looks so like scary and shit. And we're going to get into, I cannot wait to get into IMDb deep dive later. I don't know why I, I'm calling that segment that, but basically I just can't wait to talk about it later because I have exciting news. I'm glad you brung it up because I've been dying to talk about it for a fucking hot minute. First of all, Care, let me carry on. So he walks past a couple mirrors and you see her in all of them. So you're like, oh shit, she's following him. She's not out for anybody else. And then, so he looks in the mirror and this is where I like kind of like lost my shit <laughs> because now you see, I think I mentioned it maybe, I, I mentioned it at least once possibly twice in the past couple episodes that I wanted to do a segment basically just about um shit that I missed with my poor eyesight as a child watching this show and I was like a little like iffy about it because I'm like maybe there's not that much more this episode blew my mind with the things that I did not see things that are like pretty prominent things that like it's not just like oh I forgot what the Wendigo looked like and that's why no I couldn't see him but like this is like something that like you would notice and it just fucked me up so I got really confused in this part when the dad starts looking closer in the mirror because you see the veins under his eyes and I'm like I thought that they just like started bleeding from the eyes I never so at the time of me watching this, I'm like, why is he looking closer? What is he looking at? There's no blood coming out yet. It was the fucking veins under his eyes. They like get all dark and shit and like work their way up the face. And for some reason in the dad shot of it, it doesn't look as weird. Like it kind of looks like I thought that my computer was glitching, honestly. So I rewounded a couple times to watch it. it was not a glitch. The glitch was my eyesight, guys. <laughs> I cannot stress to you enough how fucking blind I am. So anyways, after that realization of the veiny eye, the veiny face thing, whatever, and his eyes start bleeding, or do do they show his eyes start bleeding? I don't remember. Then we cut back to downstairs. The girls are still chilling, even though this man's is like dying upstairs. And the older sister, Donna, comes in and basically just goes to go to bed and she runs into the pool of blood outside the bathroom door and honestly these poor sisters are probably fucking traumatized they probably both saw that that is a scary sight that was scary for me who has no personal connection to this man so then like she's we get the scream and then the the supernatural title card you know a classic and then we cut to sam and dean and the impala and sam having a nightmare i think all i wrote in my notes was again in my feels over sammy that could be anything at this point. But I think it was an, it was the nightmare. He had another nightmare about Jess. And, you know, in my feels about Sam, but also about Jess. Because let's not forget she's, like, my favorite character, guys. So the two of them head to... Because I guess I think they found in the newspaper about um, Mr. Shoemaker and his mysterious fucking death. So they head to the, the lab, I guess, where they're... Uh, checking out the body the medical examiners and they come in there and they're like we're med students <laughs> we need to see the body and i'm like do they really think they look like med students and also why would they need to just fucking see the body and clearly the the doctor in charge or whatever had the exact same thought that i did because he did not he was not buying it for a second so they start bribing him and shit and and initially i'm like why is sam loaded with cash like that was genuinely a question in my mind and then I was like, oops, because cause then Dean was like, damn, I won that in poker, bitch. 
so of course naturally the doctor decides to be illegal as shit and show them the body and while he's like describing them what happened and stuff you know trying to explain away like a supernatural death with like actual medical terms he gets so jazzed about cerebral bleeding and um i'm concerned (laughs) and they basically just say that like it's like a thing that can happen but it's not like normal and it's like so much like blood that came out of the skull i don't fucking know dude i'm not a doctor (laughs) clearly i've already stated in this episode several times that i can't read or do math so then they leave and they're like oh something fishy's going on we better go uh investigate and he goes let's go talk to the daughter and then they walk into the fucking funeral are you kidding me so they go to talk to donna and lily donna's super skeptical because obviously they said they worked with the dad and she knew it was a fucking lie and also they're just asking strange questions and then lily's freaking the fuck out because she's like this is my fault i literally summoned bloody mary (laughs) and then when they go up to the bathroom to investigate more uh what's her name charlie charlie which is fucked up because we get we get a charlie in the future too but that's 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 a different story um donna's friend charlie follows him upstairs and she's like what the hell are you doing and like you gotta love like that supportive friend and at this point in the episode, I was not only freaked the fuck out by the whole Bloody Mary concept in general, but it was then that I realized that I had a big-ass mirror in my bedroom, and I'm like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> this is gonna be a rough night. <laughs> so Sam and he talk about how there's, like, hella lore about Mary herself and, like, why Bloody Mary is a fucking thing, and I thought at first, because I didn't remember that they go into it in the episode, but I was like, is Toledo like the OG? Like, is that where she's from and that's why it's happening here? But then they talk about how there's like cases reported all over the country and shit. And I'm like, hmm, what's that about? But we get to that. We get to that. I was getting ahead of myself, as I always do. So they go to the library to do like research and shit, and all the fucking computers are out for them to like research on. And that, hmm, sis, it don't add up, but okay, I'll let it slide this time. So then we get to, um, charlie and jill on the phone where we learned that her name is in fact charlie and uh, uh i was triggered so charlie and jill are on the phone talking about what happened to the dad jill's at home and charlie's driving and i'm like girl get off the fucking phone or we better have a different type of death on our hands so then jill decides to be an ass and she gets in front of the mirror and starts saying bloody mary while she's on the phone with charlie and while she's in the bathroom having this whole experience uh in the middle of the night something started dripping in my bathroom my bathroom is in my room and i got scared (laughs) very scared i just heard a lot of drips and i'm like i'm going to die tonight it's canon and even though jill was faking her out when she was on the phone with her she screamed really loud and didn't her parents hear her wouldn't her parents be concerned like why did she just fucking scream you know some parents are different than others i mean i I'd like to think that if I screamed and was dying in my room that someone would be like, you good in there? But also, I'm pretty sure I was like dry heaving like a a few months ago in my bathroom and I came out and everyone was talking to me like nothing happened. And I'm like, cool, cool. So then Jill gets off the phone and we're like, oh, bitch, you hear like the ominous music every time they show mirrors around the room. And I am not here for the mirror shots. Every time she walks past a mirror, you get like the zoom in on fucking Mary in the corner. Oh, (laughs) guys when i say it spooks me i'm fucking for real this might be one of the scariest episodes on honestly and this is only season one i know that episodes get way more intense than this and like darker than this but i think this might be the scariest one in my opinion and also so far i don't remember every episode oh yeah and i i know that sometimes on shows 
that didn't originally air on Netflix, like not Netflix originals, that sometimes Netflix changes the soundtrack to like the songs in the background. I'm not sure why that is, but they but they did it here because I remember specifically while Jill is sitting there, like right before like uh, she gets it, um, uh, fucking Fall Out Boy was playing in the background, and they changed it. And I remember, like, because I, I remember specifically being like, oh, my God, I know this song as, like, a nine-year-old or whatever. And it was so, like, early 2000s, and I have no idea what the song was was that they changed it to, but I wonder why they did. Did Patrick Stump sue? <laughs> Pete Wentz was like, I don't want to be associated. So, yeah, then Jill goes to the mirror, and her reflection starts, like, looking at her funny and tells her that she killed that little boy and i'm like bitch no but that's fucked up and so then she dies (laughs) right there in the bathroom and then i think sam we cut to sam having another fucking nightmare you know as you do and like goddamn poor sammy he's fucking miserable and and we find out later in this episode he's been keeping like even more of a secret it's not just that he's miserable that this happened to him and everything and to jessica he's also miserable because he's keeping it in he's keeping it in you guys you know, what did I say that other episode? Boys being boys. Just boys being boys. Avoiding emotional vulnerability or whatever. I'm going to interrupt my own self for a second. Because I forgot to mention last episode. For some reason, I was so excited about it. That we got Sam saying, and get this. And get this. The first of many. It's the title of my podcast. <laughs> the inspiration behind it all. And I don't know how it slipped past my mom my mind while i was recording i even wrote it down in like all caps and everything anyways back to whatever i'm talking about um what was i saying (laughs) yeah i just remember watching this because it was the first episode i was watching and everything i remember having it explained to me like throughout uh like random bits like being explained to me like oh yeah that was his girlfriend like she died like their the same way their mother died and everything and like like throughout the episode getting the backstory and everything while I was watching it, I got the idea. I wish I elaborated more on it, like, and wrote, like, a whole ass, like, note about it because I had the thought that there should be a Bloody Mary episode of Black Mirror. And, like, I feel like that could sound sick, but I don't know what the details were behind that. Like, what was my reasoning for that? But that, I guess, because um, the mirror is, like, her method of shit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, because she uses the mirror and black mirror so like based on tech technology and everything and the title of the show black mirror at least i'm pretty sure this is what i heard it comes from like when you lock your phone and like your screen is black but you could see yourself so it's like a black mirror and i feel like they could do something like technologically with bloody mary and incorporate it into black mirror and make it like a really fucked up creepy episode aka every other episode so yeah that's my tv pitch of the day oh and i also realized that black mirror and bloody mary have the same initials (laughs) do with that what you will so after jill dies um charlie decides to contact the brothers again and because now she's a she's a new confirmed believer and she wants them to help or whatever the fuck's going on because her best friend's dad just died and her other best friend just died the exact same way so charlie comes to them and everything and they get her to lie to jill's mom and say that she needed time alone with her things and they sneak up to her room to jill's room so they go up there with like equipment and stuff to check out like jill's mirror and everything and they have um 
they bring like a black light and like a camera with night vision and shit like that. For some reason, when Dean hands Dean hands Sam the camera and he goes and he goes, he tells him to turn to click the night vision button for him. Why couldn't he just do it himself? <laughs> I don't know. If he could make an EMF thing out of a Walkman, why can't he click a button? This is an intelligent, crafty man. I don't know. I'm reading way too much into certain things and then like not enough into others. Oh my God. Then <laughs> when he puts the night vision camera on Dean and Dean goes, do I look like Paris Hilton? Do I look like Paris Hilton? I don't think I got that when I watched it as a kid. I like now I'm like 99% sure that was like a sex tape joke. <laughs> and I think as a kid, I just assumed it was because he was like on a camera and now I get it. <laughs> And then, like, they go take the mirror off, like, the bathroom wall, and they're, like, talking loud and shit, but, like, they're too goddamn loud. Jill's mom is downstairs. There's no way she thinks that, uh, Charlie's making all that noise. She thinks that Charlie is, like, a grown man voice all of a sudden. So when, uh, they take the mirror off the wall, and with the black light, I think they, they check the back, and it, there's a handprint from Mary, I guess, and then names written on it which they find out is the name of people who were killed by the people that she's killing she's just doing the lord's work i mean right and then when they go to find out like who some of the names were um like the little boy i think it was the little boy's name that they were mixed up on the one that jill killed in a hit and run accident and this is obviously they just found that out now i love that charlie's just like chilling with them like she could go home at this point and you know like do her homework and you know go home but she doesn't i think that's i think that's kind of chill so yeah that's when we find out that jill killed a boy and then we find out that um because linda shoemaker was the name it's fucked up because they gotta go question donna again and like she, they her and lily have been through so much already uh especially since we find out that they're like basically orphans now but mary wrote linda shoemaker down like as who the dad killed and then she says and then donna says that it was an overdose and it was an accident what quotes around accident and so oh so i was questioning what how the dad killed the mom if it was od i think that used to confuse me a lot but then we find out later that it's just because if someone gets hurt like in charlie's instance where she walked out and even though obviously not her fault and then in sam's instance where um he was having premonitions about jessica dying before she actually died so i guess it does make sense now i that confused me as a kid and then kind of carried over into watching it this time and then now now just saying it out loud i was like oh wait that's the answer um i just answered my own question that i was asking so then they start to dig more into like the like mirror folklore and everything which i think was interesting as fuck like about like souls being in mirrors and shit and like suddenly i'm not cool with the mirrors in my room right now oh my god and that just reminded me of like a time i was at my sister's house and we were using like the ghost radar apps even if like they're fake and stuff we've had weird experiences with them not the ones where you see the ghosts because those I know are bullshit, but the ones where like it says like different things and like it shows you where like certain energies are. I don't know if I, I know I believe in ghosts and shit. I don't know if I believe in these apps like that, but we've definitely I can't deny that there's been some weird experiences with them. But one time I was in my sister's room and we were just like messing around with it. And like we kept getting weird shit happening near like the mirror. And then she was taking pictures of the mirror and there were like orbs coming up near it like oh wild and i think she still has that um that that mirror so 
I should give her a call and see if everything's all right over there. Um, so they go to Indiana to figure out more about Mary and everything. And I don't know how they got there so quick, unless I just don't know basic geography. I'm really not doing myself any favors this episode. Um, where are they? Ohio originally? Ohio? Indiana? Those sound like they'd be kind of close near each other. So maybe I'm just a dumb bitch. Am I going to look it up right now? Probably not. Maybe later and I'll tweet a picture of the US map and let you know whether or not I am a confirmed dumbass. So they go to Indiana. Indiana? Why aren't you Indian? If you're from Indiana, why aren't you Indian? In that aspect, I'm not a dumbass. That's actually from something. I hope at least one person knows what that's from. I think it was a Todrick Hall video, if I'm not mistaken. So they go to Indiana to talk to the guy who I think, oh, he I think he worked on the case for Mary, the, the OG Bloody Mary, and for her murder, the case. And we find out that she was only 19, and that kind of fucked me up a little bit, because that's, like, super young. That's not what I imagined when I thought about, like, Bloody Mary for some reason, or maybe I just didn't imagine her with an age, because she's just this timeless icon. Um... No, but actually that was kind of, that really fucked me up a little bit. Um, so they asked this guy like basically like what he can tell them, what he thinks happened because he was never able to prove that it, it was her, the guy that she was seeing. He was a married man and she was threatening to expose him. Exposed. She was like, Mary was the original Twitter. She was going to expose the man that she was like sleeping with in a relationship with or something and he while he was married i think he was older he looked really fucking in the pictures too the way she was killed was like fucking brutal though like they took he took her eyes out and shit Ooh, like that like i'm getting the chills right now and i was sweating a minute ago so you know that it's it's this and then she tried to spell his name in the ground which is already like oh my god but she was trying to spell the killer's name with no eyes i I'm gonna die. Like, this is a lot. <laughs> and yeah, so the, so the man, he was never able to prove it and stuff. But my first thought was, Olivia Benson would have gotten Mary's killer, no doubt. No prints, no witnesses, no problem. You know? I think she would have found a way. But also, wow, like, the great lengths this man went to. I am concerned for his wife that he, <laughs> that she was threatening to speak to because if he's capable of all that and like put that much thought into it, he is a danger to society. But I think that goes without saying anyway. <laughs> but yeah, Mary tried to expose him like Twitter. She wrote uh, TRE and was like, Twitter, do your thing. So then we go back to Charlie and Donna at school. Donna is obviously in like not the greatest of moods because, you know, her life's all fucked up. And I think I have the denim jacket that Donna was wearing. Mine's from, from The Gap. It was my mom's. So Charlie tries to convince her that that um, that Lily was right and it was Bloody Mary and stuff. And she basically just sounds crazy to Donna, who is like obviously like going through hell right now and is super skeptical regardless. And she kind of sees it as, which I get, she kind of sees it as like disrespectful, even though Charlie is trying to help. Like her parent just died. Her, her last living parent just died and she and she's trying to deal with that and then her friends coming up and telling her all this like shit about ghosts and shit and bloody mary which sounds ridiculous even though like i believe in weird shit 
But I could understand how it's coming off as like super disrespectful. So then Donna, to prove a point, turns around and says Bloody Mary in the mirror. And Charlie's like, why the fuck would you do that? Because <laughs> now I'm fucked. And I guess she must have known that it was a possibility that it, that she could contract the Mary. Uh, that sounds like a really weird name for like an STD. <laughs> Like a, like a street name for something. Uh, anyways, so then you see Charlie walking in the halls and you see in like in the windows and the reflections, you see fucking Mary behind her. And every time they show a mirror, it's like you get like the, oh, like, oh. I knew I was going to get super hyped over this episode. And then she's in class and she's looking in her mirror and she sees Mary and starts like screaming. And, and then she turns around and sees it in the window. So she throws a chair through the window, which how is she going to come back from this? Like when she, cause because obviously we know she lives and shit. How is she going to come back to school after she just put a chair through a fucking window? Her teacher low-key looked like a professor I had in college like a year ago who was really chill. Professor McFeeders, if you're out there. Um, no, he like low-key looked like him. Not super looked like him, but like he, if like a police sketch, he would get picked. If, <laughs> if my professor was wanted for arrest... And they did a police sketch based on, like, a generic, like, description of him. This teacher would get picked up. And then she also sees um, Mary in the reflection of his glasses. Oh, my God, the reflection on the water. Oh, my God, would you be able to see Mary in water? Does that count if it's, like, a reflective surface? Can you imagine, like, Troy Bolton, like, leaning over um, the lake in fucking High School Musical 2 during Bet On It when he's like, It's no good at all to see yourself not recognize your face and then you just see mary like <laughs> behind him oh this took a interesting turn so then we see um somehow we we cut back to sam and dean in like the car and, and sam gets the call from charlie and the antenna in sam's phone like shook me because it's been a long time and i was just thinking today that i i, I miss flip phones i miss the flipping like flipping it up and then flipping it closed i miss it like i'd like they should make like, it sounds so stupid. They should make like attachments for iPhones so you can have a flip phone if you feel like it. That probably sounded really dumb, but like I was feeling nostalgic. Oh, and they talk about how the mirror is how she travels. Like the original mirror that she died in front of that like captured her soul is how she travels. Because I was wondering, I was like, how is she going to all, like it's, they talk about it all over the country and the mirror travels and wherever it goes, like is where she goes and again while they're in the car i noticed like the green screen behind like their face and i'm curious now if it was always that like noticeable or and is it still <laughs> because i never i never paid attention to it until i was looking for something in the other episode like that weird goof that i saw and then i noticed it so now i'm noticing it more and more and i don't know like was it always noticeable am i only noticing it because i'm focusing too hard on it who knows i cannot even begin to tell you what this says oh i think i do okay because in my notes i was typing fast and it was nighttime like the middle of the night and i was laying down so it just jumbled i i <laughs> i think i was trying to say was i better off with shitty glasses because i think th that was my way of saying that i never noticed the green screen in the car before and that might have had something to do with not being able to see it, actually. But I wrote it really fucked up, so I could not figure out what I was trying to say about my glasses. And also, at this point, I made note that there was there were hella noises happening in my house at the time. 
So I was spooked. So they get Charlie to the motel room, which again left me questioning where are her parents and like not they're not wondering why she's home or any not home or anything. Just general questions, but so they cover up all the mirrors and the reflection on like the TVs and everything and they get her to like tell her story and stuff. Which was really sad about how her the boyfriend her the guy she was seeing her ex-boyfriend used to like scare her and stuff and so she broke up with him tried to break up with him and he told her if she leaves if she walked out the door he would kill himself and then she walked out the door and he killed himself 100 percent was not her fault and i hate it when people try to like put the blame on the person i feel like specifically women because people feel like women are responsible for literally fucking everything and they're not we're we're not i there was an incident in somewhere in my city where a man killed himself and I had someone that I knew not name dropping someone that I knew said that he blamed the girlfriend even though this person did not have like a personal connection with the person who died he just knew him in passing and stuff and he was like yeah I blame the girlfriend because she left him and whatever and he was devastated I'm like that is not on her that's not her responsibility he made that decision which is a sad decision a fucked up decision I'm sorry for him and I think there was also more of that story too but I'm not gonna go into detail because it's probably personal even though it was in the news and everything and it was a really big thing that happened it had it didn't have to do with the girlfriend that was not her fault so same here it's not Charlie's fault I hate when people try to play the blame game I know that she said, she said that when she's telling the story, I forgot that she says, um, go ahead, but like still it's, that's, that was his choice. I think that even if she, I think that even if she didn't say go ahead and she just left, like she was going to do anyway, I think he still would have done it because ultimately it was his choice. Even though it is fucked up to say go ahead, clearly it was a fucked up situation and he, and that shouldn't be put on her, but you know, Mary is once again doing the Lord's work and decides she is gonna it is on her but yeah again she's where does charlie's mom think that she is because she's in a hotel room in a motel room with these strange men so sam and dean go leave charlie in the motel room by herself to which sounds really scary uh for her (laughs) so sam and dean start driving to wherever the mirror what they track they finally track down the mirror and they go to get it at like a mirror shop or whatever the fuck and so they're driving and it's like raining or whatever. And then Sam starts saying that he has to be the one. He has to be the one to summon her and stuff. Basically, the classic Winchester, I'm going to sacrifice myself. So then they pull over in the rain for a bromant. When I typed bromant, like in my notes, it almost autocorrected to brokenhearted. And honestly, what's the difference? Siri is doing the Lord's work. And when when I was watching this, I actually, I think it, it was only at this point that I remembered that Sam even had a secret about Jess and everything. I That didn't even occur to me while I was watching this episode uh, the other night. So yeah, so then they get to the mirror place and there are hella mirrors and it's hella dark. And so then Sam steps up to the mirror and the way he steps up, I was like, oh fuck. Like he steps up with like a purpose before he says it and then he starts saying bloody mary and then on the third one like the music and the crowbar the way he swung the crowbar back over his shoulder before the third time it was it felt so iconic and i got like the chills (laughs) so then while sam's waiting for mary to appear and she also seems to be waiting for dean to leave i guess they see lights outside and like i think police showed up or something and so dean goes to go outside and he says that he's like i'm the boss's kid which is 
actually kind of funny now that I think of it that he calls himself like the boss's kid because he was a young in here. He was like, what, 26? And that just feels so weird because now he's what, like 40? Not in a bad way. He's 40. So it's just so, it's just, it's weird that he can say he's the kid of someone. And so the guy's like, he's like, you're Mr. Yamashiro's kid. And his fucking face, I was losing it. So Sam starts like smashing mirrors when he sees Mary, when he sees her appearing in like the reflection of them. And then he, but then there's one, he's like waiting for her and he's like, come on. He's like, I got you now, bitch. Like, come on. And then you don't see her appear, but you see Sam's reflection, like, change. And, oh my god, I just got the chills, because it's like, oh my god, she got him. She, he got got. <laughs> and then that's when Sam, when his face did the same thing with the veins, and I lost my shit at this point, because it is so prominent on his face. Like, with Mr. Shoemaker, it wasn't that crazy. I don't even know if it happened to Jill, I can't remember now. But with Sam's, it was like, you see the fucking veins, and they're, like, dark. And, like, I wanted to scream. Like, was my prescription that fucking bad that I could not see that? Like, it just didn't, it it didn't make sense. Like, I wonder what else I was missing in my life. Like, what the fuck? And then uh, while Sam's dealing with uh, Miss Mary over here, Dean's like, he's like, I'm adopted and all this shit. And I guess he hears like the struggle inside or whatever. Or no, he doesn't. I think he just realizes he has to get back to Sam. His motherly his motherly instincts kicked in so he naturally just like punches the cops or some shit i think he like knocks the two of them out or whatever and get back gets back into sam who is like bleeding from the eyes and shit at this point and his reflection is yelling at him about how he dreamt about jessica's death before she died and that is so fucked up i can't even imagine living with that i have strange dreams you know, you could believe what you want, but I have strange dreams that I consider to be premonitions and some more serious than others. But like, even when I have a, a dream about like a, a bug in my house, like a big one, I make sure I let everyone know in the house first. Cause I'm like, cause I'm like, if it's on me, if, if this bug slips past us and freaks us out, I'm like, I just want everyone to be on guard. And then we are, and then the bug appears. There were more serious ones too, but I'm not going to get into it. Um, wow, I just realized, am I like seasons one and two Sam Winchester with his fucking, uh, his, his mind? He's got the mind of a mastermind with his like psychic powers and shit. Maybe we'll get more into that as we go along. We'll dip our toes into, um, the psychic pool and whether or not I have some shit going on. Um, spoiler alert, I do, but whatever. So then, uh, Dean smashes the mirror for Sam while he's, like, yelling at himself or whatever, and, like, honestly, same. Like, I've never encountered Bloody Mary, but I also yell at myself in the mirror. (laughs) So Dean, you know, naturally, with his, uh, motherly, brotherly, fatherly instincts that he has, he, like, runs to Sam or whatever, and, um, and he's, like, making sure he's okay because he's bleeding out the fucking eyes, and he's, like, he starts calling him Sammy, and then Sam, in his, like, fucking incapacitated state, he, like, he goes, it's Sam. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Little snarky ass bitch. <laughs> but then you think it's like maybe over. It's not over. Because it ain't over till we get the weird jumpy ghost movements. You know what I'm talking about? I talked about it in the Dead in the Water episode, I think. Where like, it's like that weird, the movement. You know what I'm talking about. So Mary climbs out of a mirror. <laughs> 
and I felt like I was watching the ring for a second. <laughs> this bitch climbing out the well, and like you, get, you know, we get the jumpy, the twitchy arm things, and like the whoosh, like the sound effects. So she starts like walking towards them and shit, and it's like scary as hell. And I, at this point, I was it was like two a.m. I was really not in the mood for this scary Mary shit. <laughs> and then they, uh, Dean thinking on his feet, even though they're both bleeding from the fucking eyes, pulls a mirror out and shows it to herself. He flips, he flips, on, he flips the switch and she sees herself and starts like bleeding from the eyes and telling herself that she killed everyone and she's like horrible, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she like melts into the ground basically. But when like her hair moves out of her face, Mary was pretty. <laughs> she looks so fucked up when she's all like grungy and running towards you, but she was pretty. And then, and uh, I think it's Dean that says it probably. He says, he's like, oh, you think we're gonna get 600 years of bad luck from, from hitting all these mirrors and shit? And that's like, honestly, true. This show has been on for what, 600 years now? They've had nothing but bad luck. I saw a post a few years ago on like Tumblr or some shit where they were like, it was like my favorite supernatural theory is that all the bad shit that's happened to them is because of all the mirrors they smashed in season one. And I was like, oh, honestly? <laughs> and then damn, then the song while they're like leaving and shit, I guess because I think they say goodbye to Charlie. I'm probably skipping some parts, but I, I guess like it's like the wrap up, the closing. They say goodbye to Charlie. And then Sam tells her that, um, that I think he tells her that's not her fault and stuff. And like Dean's looking at her, at him like, yeah, bitch, take your own advice. But I think this is the start of Sammy's healing. Oh, but then I, I don't even think he, oh, I guess Dean didn't hear the secret, which I thought he did because he smashed the mirror for Sam. But he's like, he, he starts asking him like what, what the secret was and shit. And Sam says like he says he has to keep things to himself but he starts with he goes you're my brother and i die for you and like you will <laughs> you all will <laughs> it's the sacrifice the sacrificial fucking winchester jeans either way so he's keeping secrets and i don't remember what i know that he tells him at some point but i don't remember when i thought for sure dean heard it and that that's what it was about and shit but i guess he doesn't and then while they're leaving town he sees fucking jessica her ghost and i'm still not sure if it was like for real her ghost like being like what up sam or if it was like him hallucinating <laughs> because we also got the the ghost noise like when we saw her so i think it might have been a ghost you know that ghost noise it sounds like a the the peppermint patty commercials <laughs> like the ah, that's super specific anyways so that's the episode. That's all she wrote, folks. But this week's IMDb deep dive was not a whole lot. I did look into it beforehand and found out some super exciting things. I don't think there weren't like a whole lot of like people in it. There was a couple that I knew. Oh, the girl who played Jill was in... Her name is Chelan, Chelan Simmons. I do not know how to pronounce her name. She was in Final Destination 3 and... I don't remember everyone's names from it, but when I saw her name was Ashley, I was like, oh, bitch. I was like, I know who she is. She is Ashley of Ashlyn and Ashley. And <laughs> spoiler alert for it, they get one of the more, like, well-known deaths from Final Destination. And I think I'm going to leave it at that because I don't feel like talking about it because it really fucking scarred me <laughs> as a child. Oh, and also the girl who played Charlie played Billy in Charmed. What's her name in real life? Marnette Patterson, I think. So that was exciting to hear because <laughs> that was a crazy role. Genevieve Buchner played Lily Shoemaker and she is she was in a more recent episode of Supernatural in season 14 that like it has become like a household episode 
in my house. We quote that episode to no fucking end. It's the one with the like the comic book store and the action figure that comes to life or whatever the big guy, and he his his famous line is it's it's time to slice and dice. So that's something that we say a lot in my house. But we'll definitely talk more about that when we get to that episode in like a million years from now because that is way down the line. But yeah, I thought that was super interesting that she's in it. And I even found like um, a picture of her and Sam from this episode and a picture of her and Sam from that episode. And it's so weird. And then, okay, this is the last thing I'm going to talk about because it excited me to no end and I freaked the fuck out. I will say spoiler alert for the next like couple minutes, I guess. Um, if you have not seen the season 14 finale, I guess just skip forward. Like hit that little 15 second button or whatever if you can and like keep going until you feel that I am past it. This is the last thing I'm going to talk about before I like sign off like I'm a fucking newscaster. So at the end of season 15, after all the shit goes down, I'm still going to try to keep it kind of vague in case anyone's still listening and and feels like it's not that big of a deal because I'm not going to, I won't, I'll try not to go into super detail. Basically, at the end, they alluded that um, all these monsters, that it's basically the end of the world again, and all these monsters and shit that they've already defeated started coming back. And we get like um, a shot of like a clown coming up to someone's door, and like, and then there was something else I don't remember. And then we saw someone walk past a mirror, and I knew it was happening. I like jumped out of my seat. I was like, I know what this is. I see a mirror, and you see them walk past, and they do the thing where they watch them walk past and then zoom in on the mirror, and you see Mary in the corner. And I was like, it's fucking Bloody Mary, even though they already got rid of her. Like, that's the whole point. It's like shit that they already did. And I'm honestly so jazzed about it. Like, I think that the way they ended it was half really fucked up for other reasons that I am, you know, really sad about, but also really fucking, like, awesome. Like, I can't even, like, I can't even form words. So anyway, so I assumed because, like, Mary is such, like, a basic role, you basically just grunge up the person. You don't see her face until the last, like, two seconds of this episode. So I assumed they just hired a different actress. But when I went to this actress's IMDb page, she, it says Supernatural, Mary Worthington, 2005 to 2019. And I lost my shit. I thought this was the most exciting thing ever. I was like freaking out because it's literally the same woman. I'm like getting so hyped again. Because even with certain prominent characters now, like Claire, for example, if you are caught up at all, this is not a spoiler because I'm not going to say anything about who Claire is. We see her from time to time now, but in her first appearance on the show she was played by a completely different person that's fine whatever i get it she was a kid but like i just assumed that they were gonna hire another person because they do that from time to time and this is like such like an it's an iconic role but it's such like a like not irrelevant but like you know you didn't have to but they did bring her back and i think that is like the coolest thing what is her name jo jovanna burke jovanna jovanna burke um either way i'm just really happy for this woman <laughs> And it just, it shook me. And I hope that, um, I hope that someone else is also as excited about that because I was so jazzed. <laughs> Anyways, I'm never going to stop talking about that because I still think it was the most like epic thing ever. I should probably look into if it was the same clown as before. So with that being said, I'm going to end this here. If you want to tweet me, email me, call me, beat me. If you want to reach me, how many times can I make that joke? <laughs> My Twitter is at so get this pod, and my email is so get this pod at AOL.com. Anything you want to say, comments, questions, concerns, whatever. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. And thank you so much for listening. The next episode I have not watched yet. I've been watching ahead for the most part, but this time I did not. Next episode is 
Hookman? No, it's Skin. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. So if you have anything you want to say about this episode, the next episode, or any other episode in the future, let me know. Okay. So thank you for listening. Goodbye. You're my brother. And I'd die for you. But there's some things I need to keep to myself.